Welcome to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. I noticed the number of this episode just before recording this intro and it blew my mind. It was 527. This is the 527th dose of your daily dose. It's easy to lose track of the time when you're having such a blast. And speaking of losing track of time, today also happens to be my father's 82nd birthday. Happy birthday, Bob Codgers, the original. There's some real magic in the numbers of today's episode. Listen in as Nick and I continue our epic exploration into the topic of smart people who do stupid things. We both fall into that category and may actually be able to teach the class. A brief note to our listeners who have sworn off carbs as a part of your New Year's resolutions. This episode includes an extensive discussion about pasta, cooking pasta, and tasting pasta. For those easily triggered into carb binges, you've been warned. Take a listen. You know I'm really smart, right? I do, actually. I, that's one of the things that I've learned um, over the last two years. I actually had the sense that you were really smart before I actually knew you, but I, uh, I know that for a fact now. But you know how smart people can be super dumb at some things? Well, that was going to be the end of my sentence okay, great. for you. Cause Thank you. <laughs> it takes <laughs> a lot of pressure Well, off. Patty and I was talking about the concept of the difference between common sense and book smart. Yeah. Or, okay. or you know, and, and we have a, a couple of friends who are so brilliantly book smart that you cannot believe the stupid decisions they make in their own <laughs> lives. You're like, how could you possibly not have read a story that showed you the ill ways that you're turning by this. making this yeah. decision? Yeah. But so how are you dumb... It, it, I mean, well, I know so, you're smart. Uh, this came up a couple of times recently because I was like, I was making pasta and it wasn't until the last maybe 10 years that I realized the way that you get the pasta to stop the water, to stop boiling over <laughs> is not to pour cold water in, oh, no. is to actually just turn the temperature down. <laughs> like it never occurred to me that that was the right thing to do. So how much water did you put in the pot to begin with though? If you well, could to the point cold- where it took like probably a lot longer to boil pasta than it should have. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, it's starting to boil. Look at those bubbles. Uh, uh, okay. I'm going to put some water in there. (laughs) Wait, how did the plastic come out? I mean, how did it, I mean, eventually it came out fine because I was tasting it every once in a while. So it was a long path though. I just didn't understand like the idea that this is what people did in restaurants. This is what people did for hundreds of years. Like, Come on. That is something. I I get the logic of that. This is, reminds me of your salt and pepper story, to tell you the truth. Just, yep. the, you know, you look and you're saying, what's the opposite of this? I just have to add the opposite of this to make the the, the thing right. Yeah. But it's so funny to me that pasta, I had an issue. Patty used to make jokes. No, oh, Bob's so creative. Can't make pasta. Because I didn't know when to stop cooking it, even though I was the pasta tester for my grandmother. My grandmother, Mary Ferranti, right? was great at making Italian food and she would let me stand by her while she's boiling pasta and she'd hand me little individual strings and say, yeah. is it ready yet? And when I said it was ready, that's when she would serve it. And yet as an adult, <laughs> I lost my ability to understand how much water you would put in there, how much pasta you would put in there, how long you boil it, and then what do you do after it's done? I, By the way, I've overcome this now. I now know how to do this stuff. Okay. Um, having the support, guidance, and ridicule of my wife has helped to kind of put me in So that. is she your taster now? Do you have her stand next to you no, while you're boy? I don't need a taster. I know how to do this myself. I realized all along neither did my grandmother. She was just giving me something to do. Sure. <laughs> like, keep Bobby occupied. You know, he's not putting things in the light sockets if he's eating pasta out of my hand. That is the, that's typically what you do. You're either putting stuff into the light sockets or eating pasta. Idle minds, you know, they're yeah. the devil's workplace. Or is it hands? Both. I think, yeah. Well, if what if you have idle minds and no hands? 
that's the devil's workplace idle hands are the devil's playground and idle podcasters well that's the devil's laundry room thanks for listening it's me i'm nick admitting that you've been doing something wrong for a long time that you're effectively a dum-dum is a cathartic experience you should definitely choose which stories you share and who you share them with of course Like, maybe on a podcast isn't the right place. Forget I said any of this. 